0: If you've gone through divorce, you already know that a life event like this can leave us feeling broken and ashamed. Trust me, I can wholeheartedly relate because this was me just a few years ago. Unfortunately, most divorced women make the big mistake of thinking that time will heal this wound, spending months or years carrying this feeling of failure around everywhere they go. Numbing their pain, or worse, staying closed off to the idea of love again. And that's just backwards. Does this sound like you? I got you. I created a free masterclass called Divorce from Divorce Without Feeling Like a Failure. In this class, you'll discover how to actually move on after divorce so you can finally feel whole and regain your confidence without feeling like you failed. Don't wait. Click the link in the show notes to add your name to the waitlist and be the first to get notified once this class goes live. I won't be offering this for free forever though, so be sure to sign up for this limited offer. See you there. Hey everyone, welcome back to another podcast episode of Her Heart Heals this podcast was actually supposed to be recorded um, and posted last week, but um, with the events that happen in Uvalde, Texas, it just did not seem like appropriate to post or really just wanted to take that uh, space. I wanted to create some silence for myself to really absorb and process everything that I was feeling on a personal level, Uh, and I know that a lot of you feel the same way. And ironically, the topic that I'm going to be talking about today is burnout and work life balance and how divorce can just exacerbate burnout and really Magnify those feelings and the effects that it has on our bodies. And when it comes to major events that happen in our world, a lot of us really are out there every day trying to use our gifts and our talents and our hearts to make the world a better place. I think if you're listening to this podcast, it tells me that you're the kind of person that leads with your heart and that you want to heal your heart so that you could then give your best self to others. And so these days, burnout is something that more and more people are faced with on a pretty consistent basis. And a lot of times we could all be walking around this, this earth feeling like we are burnt out. We're just kind of going in overdrive and we don't even know any other way besides operating in from a burnout level. Um, I've always struggled with equating my worth to the amount of work that I do. So for those of you that have been with me for a while, you know that I kind of have multiple hustles um, where one of them is I try to give back to animals. Um, I'm really involved in the animal like health and wellness industry. Um And even this, with Her Heart Heals, this is something that is absolutely a passion of mine and wanting to help people heal through um, their trauma and heal through their pain. Um, And so for me, I always have this sense of guilt when I take a day off or when I choose to sit on the couch and watch junk reality TV. Um, I feel extremely guilty for doing that because I feel that there is so much work to be done in this world and that the world needs people like us, all of the good-hearted people that want to give back. And so I often feel that like the weight of the world is pressure on me and that I'm not doing enough. And so therefore, I equate my worth to the amount of work that I do. So if I don't get anything done at the end of the day, I really struggle with feeling like a failure. And so that has been something that I personally have been working on um, for the last few years now, I, my health really took a toll because of this way that I operate. And in trying to get back and balance my work-life journey and really balancing my day, um, that's been something – it's been a discipline that I have been having to implement every single day. That little voice never really goes away. The, the little, you know, voice that sits on my shoulder is always there because the truth is when I work on something that I'm passionate about, it doesn't feel like work, right? And I think a lot of you can relate to that. I could quote unquote work all day um, if I wanted to. And so I feel like I'm always creating, I'm always trying to think of ways to be better or be more efficient and things like that. And so these last few years, I've really had to practice balancing self-care and balancing work or putting that into its own category. But when you have a trauma Or a really major event that's happening in your life that you're faced with. Um, Divorce being the big thing that we all kind of share in common on this podcast. It can magnify the effects of burnout. It can really throw us for a loop. It can make the trauma feel that much more impactful on our nervous system, um, just on our bodies in general, our mental health. I don't have to tell you guys. You probably are nodding your head. Um, You guys get it for sure. Um, And so I really wanted to share some tips of mine that I have been putting into practice Because at the end of the day, all we have is right now, this moment. And we work so hard. We work so hard to give back to others, to be selfless, to love others. We work so hard in our nine to five or... You know, a lot of us have multiple jobs, so we should be able to enjoy all of the moments on our way to our goals, not just once we get to the goal. And so I wanted to share some things that have really, really helped me that I have put into practice and I've really adopted and trying to make it a routine for me in my life. So that when big things happen, um, you know, for example, the events that happened last week in Texas, I was floored. I was physically floored and I had to really kind of pick myself up. I had to put things back into play, get into the things that have worked for me that I'm going to share with you guys in a little bit uh into motion so that I so that I can get myself out of it. And the more that we adopt things that work for us that help sort of pull us out of this zone and help us balance life better, then it's not avoiding the inevitable because shit's gonna happen. There's always going to be something unfortunately that comes and punches us out, punches us in life whether we like it or not and it's how we react to that how we respond that's going to get us through it so if you are knee deep in your divorce journey in a work project or a deadline you probably have a tendency to put your self care blinders on and jump back into those old habits. Um, so, if you are in the middle of a crazy time for you, these tips are for you. So, the first thing that really helps me on the daily is getting out in nature, non-negotiable. Getting sunlight and fresh air every single day is like the medicine that you can never put in pill form. It is, like I said, non-negotiable. Um, I try to make it a point to go outside as soon as I wake up or within that first 10 minutes of waking up. Um, Thankfully, you know, I I can't give myself credit for this because if it was just me, I probably wouldn't do it. But I have three dogs that force me to get up in the morning. And the first thing that they want to do is go outside and use the restroom. So I go with them. Regardless of if it is still dark outside, regardless if it is freezing my you-know-what off, I go. And I listen to this podcast episode. I can't think of it right now, but there's a scientist. I'll find it and I'll actually link it for you guys. But um, there's a scientist that talks about how if we go outside within the first, I think it's 10 minutes of the day. And we face the sky or face the sun and our body will acclimate to the time, our circadian rhythm. So that is something that I try to do. I also try to take um, midday breaks or a couple of breaks throughout the day um, to go outside with my dogs, no cell phone, and go walk around. Even if it's less than five minutes, I just try to go out there and be like a tree. <laughs> um, I also get walks in at the end of the day. Um, I take another thing I cannot give myself credit to. That's for sure, 100% my dogs. Um So moral of the story is get yourself a dog if you don't have one. But um, so I try to take walks and getting that fresh air at the end of the day really makes uh, a world of difference. It doesn't matter how crazy my day had been or how stressful it was, that fresh air. Sometimes I'll put a podcast on. Sometimes I will put a really nice playlist on, but it's that time to just connect with myself, with my dogs, with nature. Um, There's so much that we can learn from being out in nature or um, if you're not in an area that has a lot of nature around you, getting into um, observing any type of greenery, any type of um the, even the weather, even observing the birds, um, when we focus our attention on something that is outside of our world in our nine to five,, um, it does something, man. It's magical. So that's my first, my first tip. Um, the other thing that I do is that I schedule my day in advance. And I will add in my breaks for self-care. So I know some of you probably are like, gosh, I don't want to keep a schedule. Or, you know, I don't want to add one more thing. Or maybe it feels like you're kind of micromanaging your day. But the truth is, um, if you are experiencing burnout, chances are that you will start your day and next thing you know, like let's say you start your day at eight o'clock or your work day at eight o'clock. Next thing you know, it's like five o'clock and you didn't get any of that self-care time in that you said that you would, uh, the day before. So just try it. Um, (laughs) I really love the Google calendar app. It has change the game for me, not sponsored, Um, really change the game for me. You can add tasks every single day. um, And then you can move around your time blocks. So I schedule in my breaks. I schedule in my workouts. I schedule in my meditation time or my reading time. And I will get alerted like 10 or 15 minutes before that time block is coming up and it will remind me to go and finish up what I'm doing so that I can get in that self-care time. So I sprinkle it in throughout the day with obviously scheduling my high-priority work things. And then throughout there, I see what time blocks I have available and where I can kind of squeeze in that workout or squeeze in that meditation or squeeze in my walk, um, things like that. So that's my other tip um, that's really helped me stay in line on the daily um, and really keep it from going to that next level of burnout that I know is so easy to do once we kind of spiral. Um, Another thing that helps me in scheduling is getting quality sleep. So I actually do schedule a bedtime for myself. Not only do I schedule a bedtime for myself, but I schedule in an hour of reading before going to bed. So I know Christina only has like 45 minutes to do whatever, whether I want to have itch my sweet tooth. Um, I don't even know if you can itch a sweet tooth, but you know what I mean. Satisfy my sweet tooth. Um, Watch an episode of Kardashians, Um, watching an episode of Real Housewives because, you know, Sometimes you just gotta. Um, But that has also really helped, which leads me to my third and final tip, prioritizing your sleep. When we don't get enough sleep, that can absolutely throw your body into a giant storm. Um, I feel like I, by me consistently prioritizing my sleep and getting great sleep, thankfully, it has sort of kept me from going into full burnout mode. And so by prioritizing my sleep, I'm not just talking about, okay, get my standard eight hours. Um, I'm talking about really diving into the quality of sleep that you get and also doing things in your environment that support your sleep. So I mentioned in the tip before this one, scheduling it in. So for me, that's number one, because y'all know if you can turn on the TV, next thing you know, it's 11 o'clock at night. And you've got to be up at, you know, 530 or something like that. And there goes your sleep because you still have to factor in winding down. You have to figure factor in shutting off your brain. You have to figure, um, you know, getting your bed ready, turning off all the lights, doing all those little things. So scheduling it is the first thing. Um, I also like to do something before getting my sleep hour count in to help my body relax. So I will take a um, magnesium drink. I use the one from Moon Juice. It's called Magnesium. Um, I also take an Ayurvedic tincture. Um, And I also take some adrenal support pills for nighttime. By Gaia. Um, I've also linked them before on Instagram. Um, so if you would like, go check out my last couple posts. It will show um, all three of those things on there. Um, and then I also choose to either listen to a podcast and take notes or listen to an audiobook and take notes. And by doing this, I realize that it does involve doing something with your brain. But when I Don't use my phone like I will just put my phone off to the side, press play on uh, the audio, and I'm actually writing stuff down. I'm having my brain write stuff down um, that I'm listening to. And so that also really, really helps me. Um, So doing that an hour before I go to sleep really helps me to kind of wind down. It helps me to focus on something other than my day. And it lets my body know that, hey, the time's coming. It's almost going to be time to close our eyes. So while all of the sleep stuff that I take, all the supplements are kicking in, um, reading or doing something like that, you can also meditate um, I've also done, like, yoga or stretching before, and that also helps tremendously. Um, but this is really what works for me on, like, a daily basis. This is, like, the bare minimum of what I can commit to. So feel free to kind of put put your own spin on it. Um, and then another thing that I use for sleep is I use a sleep app. So there's an app called Sleep Cycle. And this will tell me how much quality sleep I got. It actually gives me a score at the, when I wake up the next day. And it's also like an alarm clock to where it'll wake you up at the most optimal time. So let's say you need to wake up no later than 6 a.m. It'll wake you up either between 5.40 and 6 a.m., and it'll make sure to not wake you up when you're in a certain sleep state. So it wakes, it tracks your sleep states, and it'll wake you up to when you are most um, prone to not hitting snooze. You're like more awake. So that's been extremely helpful. I'm a major snoozer. I am, it's like hi, I'm Christina. And I like to snooze my alarm clock 10 times. So with this, this app has really helped me to not uh, to not do that. It's really I've noticed such a huge difference. I definitely wake up in a better mood. Um, I definitely don't dread waking up when that alarm clock goes off. So highly recommend it. They have a free version. That's what I use is the free version. Um, And then they also have a paid version as well, which I think is pretty cool. Maybe I'll check it out one day. But um, the paid version, I think, will like you get to hear it records you. So you could hear it'll record like if you're snoring, if you talk in your sleep. Um, But I don't really haven't really indulged in that yet. But yeah, they have a free version. So check that out um and then the very last thing with sleep is that i actually play um either uh binaural beats or some type of a sleep meditation with a hypnotic track to it so um i'm actually working on something for you guys right now where uh, i'm creating a sleep meditation for you so stay tuned for that but um i will typically listen to um anything on spotify that has binaural beats to it so that is certain frequencies of music that really help get your mind into a certain um state and so Another thing that I really listen to is called Sleep Meditation. Um, It's a playlist on Spotify, and it's by Lauren Atrowski-Fenton. She's a meditation teacher. She's fabulous. Um, Just her voice, she sounds like Mary Poppins. It's incredibly soothing. Um, But she does these guided meditations to, like, hypnotic tracks that is just – fantastic. I'm literally asleep before she even gets into it. And then I just keep it playing. Um, Hers are like an hour to two hours long. So I will just keep it playing. Um, And I notice when I compare the sleep cycle app, those first two hours, I'm in like my deepest state of sleep when I'm listening to her, um, her tracks. So highly recommend um, that. And so as you can see, I've talked for quite a bit about sleep and things that go into getting quality sleep. So um, as I mentioned, these things have really helped me from going into full burnout mode because if you guys have gone through that burnout phase, you know, like, it really derails your life. It throws everything off, of, off the rails. And we go into this like extreme recovery. So extreme burnout is extreme recovery. And then little by little, we're rebuilding those routines. So to me, it seems way more manageable to incorporate things on the daily to help balance that work-life self-care and work um, traumatic event, it really helps me to stay as balanced as I possibly can be so that I don't go into burnout. Now, of course, there's days off and vacation and things like that that are absolutely essential that are much bigger time blocks. But for me, I just really wanted to kind of focus on things that I do on a daily basis that help me um, really feel rejuvenated and refreshed every single day despite being in a traumatic event or going through something that is um, really hard on all of my systems, physical, mental, nervous system, all that stuff. So I hope that was helpful for you. If you have a question about anything that I mentioned here today, any of the products, any anything that I mentioned that I use, um, feel free to DM me on Instagram at herheartheals. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to connect. Um, so, yeah, I again, I hope this was helpful for you. And I will talk to you next time. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Talk to you later. Want to learn more? I'm going to add a link in the show notes to the website, herheartheals.com. And there you can access all of my helpful tips, the blogs on there, and schedule a session with me. Are you on Instagram? I'd love to connect. You can follow me and my handle is at herheartheals.com. Hope to connect with you soon. Hey listeners, Christina here. If you haven't figured it out by now, going through divorce can be the catalyst to the life of your dreams, where you can find the most authentic version of yourself and become financially free in the process. Think about it. What else allows you to build the foundation to a life that you love and then continuing to reap the benefits as in being confident in who you are, feeling secure in your life, and then attracting things that complement your already amazing life and never losing sight of that. The problem is if you don't have the right strategy for rebuilding a life greater than you've ever known before, it can be a lot of work with little results, but not at her heart heels. This free training that kicks off next week shows you a radically different approach to designing, building and living a wildly abundant life where you see results from the get-go. Plus, you're going to get my exact proven strategies that are getting results for my clients right now. This is the free training. If you're in the middle of divorce or several years out of divorce, this is the training that's going to change everything for you. So all you need to do is head over to the link in the show notes and join the priority list right now. Once you do that, there's a ton of additional training and a limited time bonus that's going to blow your mind. You don't even have to pause this episode, go to the show notes and click on the masterclass link. And thanks so much. We'll see you next week, if not sooner.